0: I'm not a troll Paul versus Tyron. I'm making more in one fight than I did in my entire UFC career. Woodley. Fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Follow me on Parlor at Fight Junkie. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon, basically anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Oh wait, hold up, scratch that. YouTube deleted my channel. Um, let me think. Okay, I got it. You can also subscribe to the Rumble channel. Rumble.com. Slash. Fight Junkie. Want live stream? Twitch. Dot TV. Slash. Real. Fight. Junkie. Jake Paul. Minus 205. Tyron Woodley. Plus 160. Those are straight lines. We'll go 8 full rounds. Plus 500. Won't go 8 full rounds. Minus 1000. Paul wins by K.O. 155. Paul wins by decision, 9 to 1. Woodley wins by KO, TKO, 2 to 1. Woodley wins by decision, 18 to 1. A draw, 23 to 1. Paul actually only opened as a minus 130 favorite. He got as low as around minus 120. Now the late money's all been on Paul, but if you were able to secure that line on jake paul when it opened then obviously it's even much better than the paul wins by KOTKO line that's currently at minus 155. so when we're talking about these lines i mean it really depends on when you were able to get on paul because obviously the public likes him even though he opened as a minus 130 favorite he's now up to minus 205 so you can see that the trend is all oh, the money is coming in on paul kind of makes sense when you're looking at the trend of paul versus the mma fighters now i will say this if you're unsure of who tyron woodley is and are comparing him to ben askren that would make a mis- that would be a big mistake because woodley is a far better striker than ben askren so you can't just go off the jake paul versus mma guys if you're not Following MMA and you don't know who they are not all MMA fighters are created equal when it comes to striking and Ben Askren was terrible. I said that heading into the fight He basically had no shot. He wasn't a striker in MMA It wasn't gonna bode well for him in the boxing range and it didn't and you saw what happened now at least Woodley understands striking now granted I don't think he's the smoothest striker. He's wide and wild at times. But maybe against Paul, that's what you need to be. But at least he understands the aspect of striking. He has far, far better hand speed and power than Askren did. So he's more of a threat to beat Jake Paul than Ben Askren ever was. With that said, they picked Woodley for a reason. And that reason is... A lot of people consider him to be on the downslide. He had a tendency in his MMA fights towards the latter portion of his career there. Where he just wouldn't let his hands go. So I think Jake Paul and his team figure Woodley shot to pieces. So they're going to be able to touch him on the chin, knock him out, and get a more credible win over an MMA fighter than what the Ashgren fight was. The issue here is can Woodley put up a fight and can he win the fight? I think he can definitely put up a fight. I think there's a possibility if he does things correctly he could even win the fight. The issue here is how far gone is Woodley and how is he going to fight? If he fights a hesitant fight where he refuses to let his hands go it's going to be extremely difficult to beat Paul. And if he stays on the outside with the height and reach of Jake Paul and the, and the overhand right as his power punch, he's probably going to knock Woodley flat out, to be honest with you. There's two things I think Woodley could do in this fight that's going to give him the best shot, A, to survive, and B, possibly upset the apple cart. The first thing would be, if Woodley is hesitant, in my opinion... The way he's going to do it, he's probably going to move around on the outside, not stay flat-footed. Move around, throw a wild haymaker here and there, and try to run Paul into a shot that would knock him out. That's the hesitant Woodley on the outside. There's also a way that Woodley can be hesitant, but on the inside. I know that sounds strange, but... Basically, he would do the same strategy of not throwing a lot of punches, but he would do it coming forward. So he would throw a looping wild shot, probably a left hook right hand or right hand left hook combination to get him close enough to Paul. And then instead of punching, he would hold. And this would make for a very dirty, clinch-filled, stanky fight that A, could go rounds. Remember, will go 5-1. to Won't go. Minus 10. Could go rounds. And B. Even though it would be stifling his own attack. It would also be stifling Paul's attack. We don't know how good Paul is in the clinch. And Woodley being an MMA fighter. And a wrestler. Has fought in the clinch tons of times. In fact he's had stanky MMA fights. Where he's done the same thing. Stunk it up, stunk it up, gets close, holds on to the guy, gets close, wrestles the guy. So it would not not be out of the realm of possibility for him to do that type of strategy against Paul. Where even if he goes eight rounds and loses a decision, that's a win for Tyron Woodley. That's a win for MMA. That's a win coming off that Ben Askren debacle. So... If he wants to fight a safety first fight, he can do that. He can do that with very few punches as long as he's able to get close to Paul and hang on him, make the referee break them and do it over and over and over again because it's going to limit Paul's ability to get off any offense because Paul's probably going to be looking to time Woodley on the outside with a jab long right hand. To do that, he needs space. If Woodley crowds him, whether he does that from the outside, moving around the ring, throws a haymaker or two, jumps in and grabs Paul, or if he goes forward Mike Tyson style, two sloppy punches, grabs Paul and holds on to him for dear life. Either way, he's accomplished his mission. Going rounds being safe in that position far safer on the inside holding on to paul like an octopus than he would be standing on the outside where paul is able to measure him and throw the right hand now i said he could probably he could probably do things to upset the apple cart well that's not one of them right as far as the odds go and going rounds that's a big one but if you're talking about can he win the fight well he would probably have to employ the same strategy but he has to let his hands go and that's the big question when it comes to woodley is he going to let his hands go on a consistent basis for me that's a tough sell i think he would do it in spots I think he's going to try to run Paul into a big shot or two. But as far as the combination punching goes, I think it's going to be far and few between. Whether he's fighting on the outside or crowding him on the inside, I don't think you're going to see... A haymaker or two close the distance and then combination punches working from the body up or up and down and really try to test the defense of Paul. I think more than likely he's going to use those few shots just to close the distance and be in safe range for him. Where he feels that he has the advantage of not being hit. Where he feels he has an advantage in the clinch position. But it's going to look sloppy. It's going to look nasty. And you're going to see a lot of people not liking the way the fight evolves. Simply because there's going to be a lot of clinching. A lot of holding. Hell, there could be point deductions. Maybe maybe even a DQ. I think that's the type of fight that you're going to get from Tyron Woodley. I just don't see him standing on the outside. Willing to take the damage that's going to be coming at him from Paul. Working his movement and throwing combinations. I don't see that. I see a punch maybe a punch or two and I see a lot of clinching and for that reason I think that you have to like Jake Paul simply because if it is that type of fight they're still probably going to give the fight to Jake Paul if he's the one that's trying to throw a one two a one two three on the outside and he's being clinched by Woodley and this happened to go eight rounds and it happened to be a crazy will go eight rounds at five to one and a Paul wins by decision at nine to one. A lot of people would be shocked at those lines hitting, but I still think you would have to favor Paul because even though a Woodley would be in his comfort zone and that type of a fight, he's probably not going to put off a lot of offense. And it's probably going to look worse as far as from the judge's standpoint with Woodley clinching, Woodley being broke. Woodley being warned, Woodley being pushed back from the referee, maybe even Woodley losing a point. I don't think it would be Paul necessarily instigating all of the clinches and getting warned and losing a point. Simply because that is more likely how Woodley would fight and more comfortable for Woodley to have that type of fight than it is for Paul. Paul, I think if he gets tired, he would clinch. You saw that with Logan, how he clinched Mayweather nonstop. If it was something like that, but as far as a strategy goes of how can I survive or how can I win the fight or how can I extend the fight for no reason whatsoever other than just to go rounds, that's going to be Woodley. Paul's going to look to keep him on the outside, look to land the right hand, and eventually knock Woodley out. So that's the danger if you're looking at Jake Paul, Wins Inside, or TKO, You're not laying a huge amount of chalk. But the issue here is, could Woodley stank it up so bad for so long that this fight goes 8 rounds? I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. I certainly wouldn't be laying no minus 1,000. 10 to 1, I won't go. I think if you like Paul... If you got him at the open line, there's nothing to worry about. You would have taken him open minus 130, maybe even minus 120. And you just sit back and say, Paul's going to win. If Tyron's able to get close and stink it up or runs around and throws haymakers and clinches. And just, you know, extends the fight by not trying to do a lot of damage, but also not take a lot of damage. You don't really care. It's not going to be an exciting fight to watch, but Paul's still going to win. Now with the current line it's still not obscene line on Paul being he's only minus 200 and some books you can still find him under 200 so I think in this instance if you believe like how I do that Woodley could upset the apple cart by stinking out the joint he doesn't even have to win the fight he can upset the apple cart by just going rounds with Paul making this fight go eight rounds and be like, hey, I really won the fight or Paul's not as good as what I thought or in MMA I would have killed him because you saw he had no defense in the clinch and I was outworking him inside and blah, 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 blah. Then obviously that's an upset for everyone who's going to bat an inside and under or thinks that, you know, Paul's going to be able to keep him on the outside and knock him out. Now, don't get it twisted. If Woodley stands on the outside with Paul He's probably going to get put to the canvas and blasted out simply because... Woodley's not that big head movement type of guy, bob and weave and get inside. He's not a defensive wizard when it comes to being on the outside. He does have pretty good hand speed, but as far as his defensive capabilities, I think Paul would be able to land on him. I think he's there to be hit. So it's not like he can just stay on the outside, slip a whole bunch of punches, and then come in with his own a la Prime Mike Tyson. I don't see that. I think he does stuff in spurts. I think he fights in spots he always has even in his mma career especially towards the end so that this is why i've come to the conclusion that i think we could see that type of game plan from him in this fight now that doesn't mean that paul is not going to be able to time him on the outside as he comes in with one of those haymakers but that's really 100 percent On Paul and his ability, like I said, remember Woodley is a more dangerous opponent than Askren. We could see Paul have to pull more tricks out of his bag than what we've seen in the past with his no-hoper opponents. I definitely think Woodley is by far the best guy he's ever fought to this point. So that could force Paul to do things that he hasn't had to do. And one of those things is, if Woodley is fighting that type of fight where he's going to throw a haymaker or two, get inside and clinch you, Paul may have to step back, time that rush from Woodley, and hit him with a nice one-two, or even a lead right hand, or a check hook, something, a counter hook, something to change the course of the fight where he doesn't allow Woodley throw a haymaker, throw a combo, and clinch. Now is Paul capable of that? Does he understand distance and timing? Well he hasn't had to show any of that so far. So we're going to see in this fight, in my opinion, unless he comes out and blasts Woodley fast with the first few combinations that he throws. We're going to see how he deals with adversity, whether that's just the adversity of being clinched and hugged all fight, or whether that's the adversity of having to chase down a guy who's moving and running and then pot-shotting and holding, or if it's going to be a case where if you get your prime Woodley, the guy who's going to throw a couple haymakers and get inside, but then work and let his hands go, you're going to have to see Jake Paul then adjust to that type of fight. I think at some point in this fight, we're going. To have to see Jake Paul adjust, and then we're going to get a little bit better of an idea of what kind of skill set he brings to the table. If all else is said and done in this fight, I think Woodley is going to make Paul have to adjust, and we're going to get a little bit better idea of the skills of Jake Paul. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will suck it to you tomorrow, baby. Foi junkie học.